Hey everyone, welcome to a long overdue edition of Underwear News Briefs, the podcast. I want to thank you for coming back. I know it's been a little while since we have put out a podcast, and that is for two reasons. First, we had technical issues with our feed and our server, and it was somehow all linked together. And when we changed servers, the feed was able to come back up and we can have podcasts again. Hooray! So I recorded this podcast a little over a week ago with uh, Joel and Timoteo from Timoteo. And of course, that night I recorded it. The next day I got a cold and had a cold for about a week and a week and a half. So we're finally getting the podcast out to you. I apologize for the delay and hopefully we won't have no more feed issues. So that will be a thing of the past. And um, this episode, we actually have a listener question. So we posted it on our Facebook page. And we'll do that, try to do that from now on when we have someone on so you can submit questions. And I'm going to post it on the website and Twitter. So you can ask some questions of the designers or companies you want to know more about. So, or maybe you want to know more about your favorite. So, but anyway, without further ado, here is Joel and Timoteo from Timoteo. And on today's podcast, we have two people from the company Timoteo, which is Mr. Timoteo himself and Joel. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Hi, how are you? So tell everyone, if they're not familiar, which I think most of our audience should be familiar with your line, tell us a little bit about your company and your lines. Because then you have two different ones right now. Joel, do you want to go first? Yeah, Timoteo is a um, L.A.-based uh, fashion company, men's fashion company. That's, we've been around for about seven or eight years. Uh, we started in the denim and T-shirt line and then quickly expanded into swimwear. In the last couple of, year, last couple of years, we've uh, grown into the underwear category. And in late 2008, 2009, we've, we've launched our gym wear or active wear. Uh, for men. So it's demographic that we hit is, you know, 18 to 20 years, all the way up to 50 years old. Um, we sell specialty stores in North America, Asia, Australia, Europe, uh, Spain, and uh, South Africa. Um, Timoteo is, I'm the co-owner and CEO, and Timoteo is my partner and uh, creative director. Very cool. So how did you get into the underwear business specifically? What made you go go into that market as opposed to any other area of clothing? Well, we start, we, we used to have a retail store in West Hollywood, California, and our consumer buys a lot of underwear. And uh, when we first got into swimwear, everyone kept coming in, and Tim can talk about this, but everyone kept coming in and said, when are you going to do when are you going to do underwear? When are you going to do underwear? Um, and so I think probably four years ago, Three, four years ago, we uh, came up with a design, which is our classic waistband uh, for the classic look that we have. And uh, we put it on some test samples and started marketing it, and it was a big success. Uh, a lot of people were clamoring to get it. Um, uh, Tim's background as a designer and um, Choice fabrics and, and uh, colors and trending and all that sort of thing, kind of just and knowing who the consumer was and West Hollywood being one of the largest, you know, male category destinations, uh, helped us get into it. Cool. Tim, you want to talk about that? 
As far as, uh, it's exactly what Joel said. We had, uh, we were doing, uh, really well with our swimwear. We introduced, uh, about four or five different styles. And the most popular style was really the super low and our square cut, uh, wave swimwear. And many of the customers were asking us for, uh, asking us for uh, underwear and just pretty much expressing, I wish these would come in cotton because I'd love the fit. And we, uh, from that point, we just kind of took our, our good fit of our swimwear and uh, interpreted it into underwear. And, uh, we, you know, we came up with a cool new waistband, just different graphic and art, uh, and size and started developing it and introduced it into the market and it just took off. So we've been really lucky with, with the underwear and, and people responding to the fit the fabrication, and just the general styling of the, of the underwear. Yeah, and if you, look at the, if, you, if you look at the underwear category that's out there, you know, you, you have the, you know, the, the significantly large brands that are in department stores all over. And then when you start to get into the specialty store, more of the specialty lines, you know, everyone plays, uh, you know, uh, goes after a different um, aspect of, of, of underwear. Some people are talking about enhancements to the front and to the back. I think the one thing that that we found with our customer is that the super low, being able to accentuate the body, all the hard time they spend in the gym, and at the same time making sure that it fit, it 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 it, it, it was stylish, it was fashion, um, it wasn't a gimmick, uh, and that's how we've seen uh, repeat customers keep coming back to us and been able to keep um, keep our customers. So it's about fashion, it's about fit, it's about fabric. It's everything Tim was talking about, um, and and that's that's the main thing. Until we introduced our second line, which is the Quake okay. line, and again we look at the waistband not just as obviously it's a showcase for for our brand, but at the same time we look at it as a you know as a canvas for being as artistic and being as um, as unique as possible. Um, the the underwear category. Um, you know, a lot of people look at it, and uh, uh, and even as recent as, as uh, earlier in the year, you know, based on what's happened to the economy, where Warren Buffett talks about how well the economy is doing based on how people, their spending habits in the underwear category. Yep. We also see that, and we've also seen that as we the, the overall economy has taken a tremendous hit. But as long as we keep promising and delivering to our customers with fit and fashion and fabrics, and, uh, you know, even down to the comfort of the waistband and, and making sure that, you know, we're taking all those little nuances into play, uh, that's where we see that the customers, you know, you create brand value, uh, and at the same time you get customer loyalty and customer satisfaction. Yeah, I was actually, uh, the last podcast we did with Aussie Bomb, and I was talking to Sean Ashby over Aussie Bomb, we were talking about the economy also, and I was telling him, I was like, I think underwear is one of those things you can get away with buying, because if you buy a new shirt, buy a new something, people are going to notice, but very few people are going to notice if you got new underwear. So I think some people are still buying underwear for that reason, because with the economy, is like, you don't want to be seen as you're spending too much money. So, I think, so I think that plays yeah, I think- into it. It definitely does, and I also think that customers are really looking for for quality mm-hmm. in 
and any any type of purchase that they make right now. And that's one one of the really big things that we really take a really hard look at. Anytime we produce or design anything, from fabric to the trim to down to the stitching, um, to make sure that you know that we we really we really believe in the quality and anything that we design or put on our line is something that we would personally wear and strongly believe in. And um, anything that our customer comes in and and purchases. You know, something that we can really stand behind and make sure that the quality is 100%. So I also think that that's, you know, really important for anything uh, that a customer purchases, especially with this economy and how, you know, it's a little bit tough sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, you know, and, you know, Tim, one of the other interesting things that, that really helped our brand, because a lot of it is, is both the key insights and the creativity, and and there is a, a certain serendipitous aspect of right right place, right time. And, and certainly, as you know, um, you know, running your own blog and being part of those uh, tastemakers that are out there in the, in the blogosphere space, you know, one of the things that we did early on, and, and especially Tim Mateo did early on, uh, the designer uh, was interact with those people, and so you know my market, my background is in in marketing and the entertainment and, and entertainment business, and so Tim and I use that as a forum to take not only just design something, but also kind of say, okay, what, what what's the what's the how do we speak to our customer? And so we we found an audience by being able to take you know top models in L.A. and New York and. Um, in some cases, Hawaii, South Beach, and uh, partnering with local uh, photographers in Southern California, mm-hmm. and shoot, shooting, um, you know, looking at looking at uh, our advertising and kind of shooting it in a couple of different ways, kind of putting it out there for our customers to see. And then, you know, as as people who who run and manage and, and maintain their blogs, they're always looking for fresh and new and interesting content and making sure that it's relevant. And it's up to the standard that they're used to putting out to their audiences. That's one of the reasons why we've been able to find a, a, an additional outlet, and, and internationally. So, if we look at it in the last year, um, with the hit of the economy, we we've been able to, by continuing to stay fresh and continuing to hone in on our customer and the look of our advertising and the look of of what we want people to see, um, find new and interesting ways. Uh, most recently, I'd say late 2008, 2009. Um, been able to attract a wider audience in Japan and China. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with the recent performance of the dollar, you know, Australia has become a new important uh, a place for us, whereas a year ago when the dollar was, was performing stronger than the Australian dollar, it was harder for them to import goods. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of the, the perfect storm of always kind of looking and seeing what trends are out there in the business world, but at the same time understanding the marketplace from an advertising and marketing perspective as well. Good deal. Yeah, that's always important to understand that and make sure you're hitting the right audience because if you don't, you're wasting your money with the advertising. Right. But I will say your pictures have been really great, especially for Quake and a couple of other lines. So I think you're pretty much spot on on that. So we've enjoyed them, I will say. Good. Tim, Tim's been working on some, some, you know, the the, the new colors for uh, uh, 2010 um, in both designs, and he can speak more about the trending of the colors and kind of what the consumer's looking for. But uh, there'll be you know a whole new wave of uh, photography with some new models that we've 
we've selected throughout uh, the U.S. that we're, we're bringing to our latest shoot awesome. in the next couple of weeks. Good deal. We'll definitely look forward to seeing those. So can you tell us a little bit how you came up with the Quake line? I know it's a line that enhances somewhat because the way it's designed. Because I know there are a lot of guys out there who don't like the extra like straps and this, that, and the other. Can you tell us a little bit more about that line? Because I know there have been guys asking about it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Quake line, again, we took our our top-selling bodies, our super low, our classic our classic brief, our square cut, and our jock strap. And, and what we did is we designed around, uh, you know, just basically enhancing what's, what's, what the customer already has. Um, and the way it's, the underwear is constructed itself, it just, you know, it, it naturally lifts in the right places, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look gimmicky. It doesn't, like what you said, like for us, um, it wasn't about coming up with an extra strap or things to tie around anything. We really wanted like a nice, clean, classic underwear with fashion, and it be uh, a quality product that we can definitely believe in and ship out. So um, the underwear was it pretty much evolved from from the the top selling styles of the of the original waistband or classic waistband, and just kind of grew. Um, and it's been really well well received. The classic colors and the original colors, and we're adding quite a few new brights that people are really excited about. They're cool. just about to start shipping. So, so yeah, you'll definitely see a, a lot of new brights, fuchsias, yellows, oh, um, nice. new lights that are really really exciting. So, yeah, people are are on that already. So, so they're they're ready to to start wearing them and sporting sporting them out there. Good deal. Yeah. We always- no, I was just going to say, and the design for the waistband kind of came from, you know, uh, uh, kind of classic, uh, um, classic design. It was kind of a mixture of two worlds. It was a mixture of the classic Barbara Kruger, you know, uh, artwork and kind of some contemporary, if you look at what's going on with some skateboard design. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we work with a designer up in Portland, Oregon, uh, who works very closely with uh, Tim and myself, and that's how we came up with the look. And you know, the most important thing is is from that perspective of the waistband is, um, you know, the 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 name Tim Mateo when we first opened. You know, we went back and forth. Would it should it should it be Tim Mateo the name or not? And what we found very very quickly is that the uniqueness of the name. Yeah. Um, it's Spanish heritage and all of that. And then when you bring some really interesting design to it, you know, it kind of speaks to an audience as well because they like it. It's unique. They don't see it. It's not like they, uh, you know, it's on everybody at the gym. So, yeah. for example, if you go to the gym and people are looking at when you, when it's, an artistic piece on top of the fit and then the fashion of it, you know, people, it's the, the word of mouth has been kind of grown in a very uh, interesting way and a uh, very positive way. Very cool. Yeah, I like waistband, so that's one of the things I always look at. So everyone I know is like, oh, did you see the waistband? I'm like, yep, saw it. So I'm really cool when people actually take the time to do something with the waistband. So and I've definitely noticed that with your product. And we actually, you're the first podcast we're doing this with, but we posted in our Facebook group if anyone had questions for you. And we got a question from a reader, Corey. And his is, 
Uh, I'll read it to you. So many underwear lines have launched in the last year. What do you feel separates Timoteo from other lines? Is it the color, fit, advertising, diversity of the line? And he says he likes your denim and would like to see more of that. So I think you've answered some of that, but is there anything else you can add to what has been your success in the last year or so in the competition? Yeah, for us, uh, we've always been we've always designed the line around being a fashion driven line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fashion fit and quality have always been our big, um, you know, is what we really go after. Um, so as far as the, the quality of the product, we really put a lot of thought into that, the construction, the waistband design. Um, and we always want to bring to market and introduce new, uh, fashion items for the customer that they can be excited about. So, if anything, like anything that you you know that a customer purchases from us, it's something that we truly believe in. It's something that we would personally wear, uh, and you know we put out there. And also, as far as the denim, the dress shirts, and some of the the new gym stuff, same thing. It's it's all about uh, fashion, quality, fit, and really thinking about the customer and how they're going to wear it and Again, basically what we believe in and, you know, if we whatever we put out there is something that we would definitely wear and we expect, you know, our customers to, to wear it also and believe in it. Good deal. Yeah, I think the other thing, I think the other thing too, Tim, is that, you know, if you look in the, to, to Corey's question, if you, you know, we're, we're also, a, a, you know, Tim and I, uh, and, and because of our marketing, my, mar- the marketing and business background, you know, we're also studying the business trends as well as the design trends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, in the last few years, you've seen a lot of, of, of very, people kind of pop up very quickly, not be able to sustain exactly what just, well, what Tim just said. So be able to sustain on a, sustain a brand on a marketing and advertising level, yeah. be able to sustain it over a long period of time from a fashion and a design sensibility, speaking to their customer and changing with their customer, just like a, a, a major brand that you'd find in any department store, any mall, you know, anywhere that uh, a customer would be. So that, that, that when we get together with our design team and when we're living out in the world and, and looking at trends, we're, we're also looking to make sure that, we, you know, we don't want to be gimmick and, and Timoteo has always been a, a, the, the strongest advocate for the brand to make sure that it's about fashion, mm-hmm. that it speaks to the customer from a fashion perspective because you can always throw the little nuances at it. Um, and then the other part of it is kind of being, um, um, I think, with, with the other thing, the gym wear. You know, we, we, we went out in the world. We looked at what people were, were uh, wearing. Uh, you know, we talked to people. We saw what they wanted to do, you know, what they wanted from a gym line. Um, and and decided how quickly we should change the designs and, and update the looks based on you know kind of what the uh, customer was looking for. Cool. Yeah, it's. I think you'll do a real good job at that, and you'll have a lot of like classic looks also that won't like. You have some good colors in the pink, which I think is a really great color for underwear lately. It's really taken off. That uh, I think. Uh, coined it as the new black and underwear and men's underwear and john on our site have spot the pink jock and he loves it he said it's probably one of his favorite jocks he's owns so so he's very happy with it he called he's like i got it oh my god it's awesome so he's been very happy with it so yeah, I think 
And I think, you know, just uh, uh, to let a little bit of the cat out of the bag, I think, one, and Tim can talk about it a little bit more, you know, one of the things that we've done with the pink is because we've seen that it wasn't it wasn't just a quick flash as far mm -hmm. as, um, uh, you know, a one-hit color that was, was in for a couple of months and not. So Tim's re out some new interesting uh, fuchsia colors next year. Um and with some, you know, some interesting uh, uh, design detail that he's bringing to it as well. So, cool. Yeah, I like colors. I like all sorts of different things. So, anytime I see a new color, I'm just like enamored with it. I will say, that's probably one of the things I look for most in underwear. Yeah, because there's nothing worse yeah, than. I think that? you'll be really excited with the with the cool. new fuchsia and the yellow and. Uh, the yellow is really nice, poppy, sunshine yellow. Oh, cool. With uh, some great blue, blue detail that's really fun and wearable. So, so no, I think you'll, you'll be really excited to see those when nice. they're rolling out, definitely. Yeah, colors. I hated that period where it was just all white, gray, and black. It drove me insane. It's like, where are the colors? And then uh, <laughs> question for you about your – actually, your advertising lately for your Quake versus Classic – so how did that come about, and how's it working for you? Because those are just really fun ads you've done that just every time I see them, they just crack me up, and I'm going, oh, these are great. You've done a really good job at them. Um, the, the, the classic versus Quake line, um, you know, the, the, the classic line of underwear with our original Old English lettering was so strong. Um and with such a great response, and Tim and I happened to be out in L.A. one day, and there's a lot of uh, 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 our design studios downtown, and it was kind of influenced by, you know, a lot of the local boxing, and so we thought, then we also met, you know, Ben Godfrey, who is, you know, kind of our signature underwear model. Uh, we were introduced to Dave, David Webster and were able to see what he looked like and kind of he and Ben together. And that was a lot of the influence for putting that together. Uh, then we talked to, you know, our, our designer in Portland and, uh, uh, that's kind of how the, uh, the idea came to life. Um, but it was really to showcase both, but do it in a way that wasn't kind of hitting you over the head with advertising, but kind of try to have fun with it so that, you know, you could put it on your desktop at the same time you understood that we were selling two different lines of underwear. Yeah. Cause it doesn't remind me of ads. Like you said, it, since you told the background, it does look more like sort of like a fight poster than advertising. So, and they've been fun yeah. and I've liked everyone that's come out. I'm like, these are awesome. It's something new that yeah. I haven't really seen in underwear advertising. Usually it's picture and that's it. So it's kind of refreshing to see something different. So, let's see, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners? That's about all the questions I had for today. Is there anything other than the colors new you're working on or anything the readers can expect or listeners can expect coming up? Actually, our, the one thing that we are introducing for for resort and pre-spring is our loungewear line that actually goes directly back to our um, Quake underwear line, mm -hmm. uh, which is getting a really good response from all the, the different stores and vendors and stuff like that. So that's something uh, we're really excited about to, to start shooting and, and start sending some of these uh, great images out. Um, so that's something to really kind of uh, keep an eye out for and 
uh, something that we're really, really excited about. So, so definitely the loungewear should be should be hitting hitting the blogosphere um, pretty soon and and uh, hitting the stores pretty soon. So, something to definitely keep an eye out for. Very good. Yeah. The other the other thing too, I'd like to uh, that we're going to do for you know the fourth quarter of this year is we're taking the um, uh, the opportunity to use our uh, classic waistband. And uh, we're kind of treating it like a special edition artist palette uh, where you're going to see some interesting things screened and hit on it. Um, nice. It will be more collector's collector's items, but done from, you know, not dissimilar to how Takashi Murakami does a lot of his artwork and works with Louis Vuitton. We, we've kind of looked at it as a way to how can we bring that. So we've, we've engaged some local artists to, to, to work with us on that. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's it's it just pops and it's fun and and it's unique. So nice. The uh, customers will like that. Yeah, I will definitely look forward to that. So I yeah, guess very it, cool. So I guess that's all the questions I have. Just tell people if they don't know where they can find you at on the internet. Our website is www.cemetery.net. And we have all the underwear, swimwear, sportswear, gymwear, jeans, a little bit of everything in there for you. And um, also the accessory line, which is starting to grow quite a bit. So so definitely check us out. Definitely, yeah, check it out. John on our site recommends the jock. So if you definitely want a new jock, go check it out. And I thank both of you for being on the podcast today. Thank you you so much. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we look forward to bringing many more. I'm trying to work on a few more, but we would love your input as well. Who would you like to see on our podcast? So send us a message at info at underwearnewsbriefs.com, and also do it on our Facebook page, and also Twitter, which is UNB blog on Twitter. So check all of them out, and also check out Timoteo at timoteo.net. And we look forward to hearing from you, and we hope you have a great one, and we will bring another podcast to you sooner than this one, I promise. So we're working on a few now, and have a great one, and keep reading the blog. We have something very special coming out in the next week or so, so check the blog soon. Bye.